Next on BYU Sports Nation, the Big 12 and basketball. How bad can you be and still go dancing? What kind of impact will new hoopster LJ Rose make right away? Terry Nashif will join us in Studio B. Plus a little big deal, no deal. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It's Wednesday, July 27th. Jerem Jordan alongside Muscle Milkman, Jason Shepard. Contains no milk, by the way. Contains no milk? It says right on the, right on the package. It's called muscle milk. But why would there be no milk? Yet it says no dairy. I, I can't remember exactly how, but there's no milk in it. It's, makes, it's just a name. That makes no sense whatsoever. Speaking of names, uh, last night I went to Weezer. Yeah. My which, wife which, is really jealous. Which was awesome. She likes Weezer. It's her favorite band of all yeah. time. I love Weezer. I don't know that they're my favorite band, but there's Panic at the Disco. Panic exclamation point, point at, the, at disco. the Disco. I don't know why that is, but yeah, it was a great show. It was fun. Uh, a guy came up to me. And, and I said, hey, what's up, man? Because he had BYU stuff on. And, and he said, do you know who I am? And I said, sorry, I don't. And he said, I'm at R. Greenhaw. I love meeting the fans on Twitter because I, don't e- I still don't even know his name. But he's at R. Greenhaw. I go, hey, what's up, dude? But immediately you're like, I know this guy. Now I know you. Yeah. yeah. Is it that is, what we've come to, though? We now introduce ourselves by our Twitter, Twitter handle? handles? Like, are, is someone going to be buried with their Twitter handle on the grave. Oh, that's, you know that's already tombstone. happened. Somewhere that that's has happened. happened already, you, you've you got to assume that's already happened. Yeah. It's a, it's a different era. Hey, like, if, like, if Prince can change his name to a symbol, why can't you go by your Twitter handle? Why not? Just I'm going to do a hieroglyph then, I guess. Just whatever, man. It's America. I love the USA. Song by Weezer. New one. They played it. Here's today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU Basketball announces that graduate transfer LJ Rose will play his senior season... At BYU, Rose spent the last two years at Houston, had some injuries, got a medical redshirt, but he's eligible to play immediately. In his sophomore and junior seasons, he averaged nine points and five assists a game. Now, he's a top 100 guy coming out of high school, which means that BYU now has six of those guys going in to this season. Now, of course, with BYU, it's guys from 2012, 13, 14, and 16. Nobody from 15. But that's, that's got to be the highest number in the history of a BYU basketball roster. You know, we're, we're going to have Terry Nash, if, you know, maybe we can kind of find out what role they envision for L.J. Rose, but you've got to think, just from a depth standpoint, to be able to have a guy like this who's, you know, a graduate transfer, so he's been around, we, we, nine points, five assists last, last season. Solid. So, I mean, this is a great bench guy, if that's the way you use him, but just to add depth, to a pretty good team, at least we anticipate. I know a lot of these guys are, you know, haven't played with each other at this level, but th- this is one of those that we've we've heard about for a while. It's now official, and you kind of look at it and go, it's, "It's another one that just makes sense." Much needed, and and we've had this help wanted sign up here in our studio for a while. Okay, so the, there were two guard scholarships. So as as soon as we discuss the second scholarship <laughs> guard there we will take it down so we are only one scholarship guard away from removing the help wanted paper on that poster from in here i'm anxious to do that now terry nashiv will join us uh coming up we'll talk about the impact of lj rose uh this season where, where they think he fits 
Uh, also, we talked yesterday that uh, NFL training camps are going on. Mitch Matthews reported uh, for rookie with rookies yesterday for the Kansas City Chiefs. Today, several more Cougars making their way to their respective NFL teams. Dennis Pitta and DeAndre Wesley report to the Baltimore Ravens training camp today. Paul Asike and the Bears also start today, as does Riker Matthews and the Saints and Jordan Leslie with the Atlanta Falcons. Wisconsin Athletic Director Barry Alvarez told the Wisconsin State Journal if BYU is invited to the Big 12, Wisconsin will have to make changes to its 2017 and 18 schedules. Remember, Wisconsin is scheduled to play in Provo next year. Uh, We'll worry about it when all that happens. That's a little premature to think about that right now. As soon as I read that, literally, I I tweeted out that quote, and I put hashtag when. And ignored the second sentence. I didn't That's even, a little premature. But here's the deal. <laughs> it, it was too many characters, so I actually didn't put that part in there. Yeah, of course you for, didn't. For the, for the character reason. Yeah, exactly. When uh, all that happens. At DJ Niltz, I also introduced myself to JJ at LMU last year, with, or earlier this year, with Twitter handle. But I'm pretty sure I said my first name, then handle. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember. What do you make of all this? I mean, this is now the second team that's talked about if BYU goes, we're going to have to reschedule. Remind me who the first was. <sighs> Mississippi State? Was it Mississippi State? I think State? it was Mississippi State. They're, they're aware that this is a real possibility. And I think that's nice. I still want to see it happen first. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that have to happen, obviously. Uh, Also, Colton Shaver had a strikeout RBI. How about that? In a 4-3 win for the Wareham, and yes, Wareham, Gateman, and uh, Jacob Brugman, uh, for the Nashville Sound, also in action last night. You got a hit. Got a hit last night. Got a hit. He's batting two ninety two in AAA. He's, uh, he's doing work, and so shall we, because it's time to rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Hoop dreams in the Big 12. Expansion revolves around football and other stuff. That's where the TV contracts and money are, and that's the most visible sport, and the NCAA makes the most money. And at this institution established in 1875. But if BYU gets an invite to the Big 12 in all sports, the sport that will benefit the most on the field or court or ice is <laughs> men's basketball. If you're the second best team in the West Coast Conference, you're, you're on the bubble. You're on the bubble, and that stinks, i.e. BYU and St. Mary's. In fact, a 29-win St. Mary's team, they end up with 29 wins. They're like a 26-7 win team. They didn't get into the NCAA tournament last year. The margin for error is so small in the West Coast Conference. If, it, if BYU gets into the Big 12 in all sports, men's hoops will be fantastic. What is one of the things that has bitten the BYU basketball team in conference since joining the WCC? Everybody not named Santa Clara. Okay, but every once in a while, they're going to fall to one of those teams at the bottom of the conference that you just didn't see coming. Yeah. And it puts then a lot more pressure on BYU towards the end of the year. And as you mentioned, if it comes down to the end of the year and you're kind of on the bubble, you, you, things get nervous. That's probably not going to be the case to that extent in the Big 12. So you don't necessarily have to have one of those quote-unquote special years in order to get into the NCAA tournament. That would be nice. And, and think about the every year home game. Like right now, the, the conference schedule comes out. You find where Gonzaga is. You find where St. Mary's is. And that's it, right? You, you don't look for where Pepperdine is. You, you know what I'm saying? 
Uh, I would say no disrespect to the schools, but it's absolute disrespect to the schools because you don't <laughs> highlight them. You just don't, okay? But imagine Kansas and Oklahoma and Texas and Iowa State, all these basketball powers every year. That would be amazing, which brings us to today's Twitter question. How would BYU basketball benefit the most from a Big 12 invite? Mm. Our first uh, tweet coming in from at Clark DPT. Basketball will be crazy, exclamation point. KU, KSU, Tech, OU, Texas, Baylor in the Marriott Center will be more exciting than football. More exciting. Hmm. More exciting. There's something to that. I, I still think that it's football, but it would be crazy. It would be, it would be Mr. Pibb and Red Vines. It would be crazy <laughs> delicious in hoops in the Big 12. The, I really the think thought that. of a cold Saturday night in January that we could have the Kansas Jayhawks at the Marriott Center mm. is super appealing. It's pretty nice. I mean, the, the thought of that is awesome. Now, we discussed the, the margin of error, right? It, it's very small in the West Coast Conference. And BYU, the last couple of years, has, well, the last four years, has lost at least five games in league. That has yielded two NCAA tournaments and two NITs. Granted, in those NIT runs, BYU at least got to New York City, which was fun, but you want the NCAA tournament, right? In the Big 12, the margin for error is much larger, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. The last four seasons, only two Big 12 teams with at least a 500 conference record have not made the NCAA tournament. (laughs) Only two in the last four seasons have not made the NCAA tournament. I know that if the Big 12 is 12 or 14 teams, that changes the dynamic of what your win percentage should be. But BYU has won an average the last four years during that span, 69% of the time in the West Coast Conference, two NCAA tournaments. BYU, I'm not saying they can go to 500 because I don't think that that number would stay there with 12 or 14. You, BYU could lose more games and have a better shot. <laughs> now, I, I know that BYU uh, at times has struggled with some of the lesser teams in the league. But if you get into the league, I think that BYU would rise with the tide in the Big 12. I think that BYU could be a team that is in the uh, bubblicious part of the Big 12. They could get into the NCAA tournament with, with somewhat uh, regularity because your RPI is better. You play a decent non-conference schedule. You don't have to go all out, though. Uh, to try and get yourself in an at-large position because the conference is so strong. That would be wild, man. You have more top 50 opportunities. Like, BYU plays just a handful of top 50 games, right? And they don't get a ton at home. Guess what? You're getting five or six at home. You're playing 10 or 14 of these top 50 kind of games. How many times have we heard coaches in both football and basketball talk about how difficult it is to get top-tier teams to be willing to come to Provo. Mm. Well, now it's part of your conference. So that helps out significantly being able to schedule those teams or have those teams on your schedule because it's already built in. It's, that, it's huge. That would be amazing. Earlier this week, Blaine Fowler agreed. When you're the number three team in the WCC, you're gripping the last three weeks saying, oh, now we need to make it into the finals of the tournament and we can lose, but it has to be Gonzaga in the finals that we lose to. Mm-hmm. And so, so in terms of depth, strength of depth in the league, well, the Big 12 is one of the premier conferences in the country. They're going to get multiple teams every year. Absolutely. In fact, the last three years, the last three years in each of those seasons, the Big 12 <laughs> has produced seven NCAA tournament teams each year. The West Coast Conference the last four years has produced seven teams total. Right, So obviously there's a, a difference in these two leagues, and the competition would go up. 
I don't think BYU jumps in and like is competing for the conference title right away. There would be a learning curve there. We saw that with uh, TCU, West Virginia, Utah, and so on and so forth. It takes a little bit to get acclimated. But by then, you might be a co-division uh, champs, and you might get stickers and stuff. Like That could happen. And by no means are we trying to set the bar low. That, look, BYU doesn't have, to, doesn't have to come out and play. That's not what we're saying. We're saying we fully expect BYU, especially in basketball, you've got to think, talent, just looking talent-wise, and I understand this team has not played a game together as it's presently constituted, but from a talent perspective, if there was ever a team that could take that step up, you've you got to look at this team and say, this is probably it. I, yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't, I'm not necessarily setting the bar low, but I do this. You, you and I know, as, as uh, hardcore weightlifters... <laughs> You would be an idiot to be like, I'm going to do this. Over here, clearly. <laughs> I'm going to add weight and expect the same amount of reps. Like, you, you, no, you, you've, you do less reps if you have more weight on there. So that, what are the reps? That's not, not how I do it. What? It'd be, less, it'd be less wins. But guess what? We're saying you could go 500. Guess what the average seed is of a this 500 is, team in the we Big We literally 12. could have like 20 stat of the days today. Yes. <laughs> 8.6 is the average seed the last four years of a team that goes 500 in conference. We're not saying overall record. In conference. 8.6. So that, do you know BYU's last single-digit seed in hoops? It's Jim Fredette, 2011, three seed. It, it's, it's hard to get a single-digit seed in the tournament, but the Big 12 is so good. So I, I think that being in the Big 12 has amazing benefits, namely like $30 million bucks a year from TV contracts and football, but the hoops would be awesome. Among other sports, we're, we're not even going to dive into how awesome it would be in some of the Olympic sports. Men's hoops would be amazing. That's why I, I look at this, and, and again, we, we focus so much on football, but when you look at the benefits for what the basketball team could get, and, and it's, mm. it's the exact same thing that you look at, you talk about recruiting for football. You, you open that door, and all of a sudden, you know, I say, wow, okay, well, maybe, maybe I'm going to consider BYU. What's well, the exact same thing with every other sport? And you're already looking at the talent. I mean, you said that this team's going to have six, you know, former ESPN top 100 players on its roster this year. Just imagine the possibilities when you can walk into someone and say, oh, by the way, not only do we have this tradition, do we have this winning tradition, we're constantly winning 25 games. Oh, by the way, we're also in the Big 12 now. How would BYU basketball benefit the most from a Big 12 invite? That's our Twitter question today. Continue using the hashtag BYUSN at Dwight C. Lane. They would no longer have to play in high school gyms, and they would get much better recruits. It's true. At, at Micah Osborne or McKay. Due to greater exposure from playing teams such as Kansas frequently, recruiting will improve tourneys to follow. I just think BYU would rise with the competition level. I just think it would be awesome. It'd be amazing. Keep using the hashtag BYUSN. How would BYU basketball benefit the most from a Big 12 invite? Coming up, basketball assistant coach Terry Nashif, the Twitter ninja, joins us. Weighs in on the Big 12 discussion and the newest Cougar, LJ Rose. He has a baseball. Are you going to pitch? He was just Oh, like Ken Griffey Jr. He's a Washington guy. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We're live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. Conversation's happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use hashtag BYUSN. Speaking of Twitter and Instagram, on social media, you can follow us, BYU Sports Nation. If you're into the Snapchat, you can find us, BYUSN. Someone sent me a, uh, like a GIF yesterday in reference to, what is it? Is it Snapper? Is it Snapchatter? Is it, yeah, you Snapchatter. It was from... Uh, you, what was the CBS show? You 
my mother, the whatever, that one. Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Y- yeah, How, how I, I Met, Met Your, Your mother. mother. Slap slap chat, and they just, like, a, it was a slap. I was like, nope, that's not it, but thank you. Uh, our Twitter <laughs> question, how would BYU basketball benefit the most from a Big 12 invite at Laverel? Laverel? Uh, we would have less bad losses on a resume. That usually is the biggest problem on a resume in the West Coast Conference. Yeah, there might be more losses overall, but as we mentioned, uh, the opportunity to get in the West, uh, into, the, into the dance is awesome. Uh, BYU just signed LJ Rose. There's conversation about the Big 12. So with that in mind, we bring in Terry Nashif, men's basketball assistant coach. I am here, and you are here. It's this unbelievable. Is a, this is a rarity. It's unbelievable. I don't know what's BYU going on. He's not ditching you today. I don't know what's going on. I think you've been here four or five times, and I've been here like, Twice, no. maybe once, but twice, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you coming? Well, in it was July, the shoot like, off. It was the shoot off, and then it went bad, and, and then you're yeah. like, "He's coming, I'm yeah. not coming." Let's, yeah. <laughs> One of my friends has a shooting shirt. Spencer got the shooting shirt. That that same day, Sean Olmstead gave um, Spencer some shoes. He had already given me some shoes, uh-huh. but he gave him like some Kobe's. So that was a rough day for me. Yeah, it really was. I'll but you've recovered now. Obviously, it only took you know a couple months. It only took a you're couple. Back. Months. Yeah, I'm you're good. good. I needed summer you're conditioning good. and uh yeah, exactly. So, let's talk about LJ Rose. So, uh Dave Rose announces yesterday you signed LJ Rose, the graduate transfer from, from Houston. How'd you get this guy and who uh, who is he? He he's he's a great kid. Uh came across that he was going to transfer. We got a release and we were able to talk to him. Uh we had a relationship with him because uh coach played with his dad and then we just jumped in and told him what we need and uh as you recruit players, uh we're really straight up with them. We tell them what we have. Uh, what's coming back and uh, we don't promise kids anything and so when you do that there's certain situations where it's uncomfortable with what you have already with what we had when we went to recruit LJ it's exactly what we needed we had one senior and we had four scholar four guards on scholarship and we like to play four guards at a time and so there's so many opportunities and we went in with those things and it was uh, it was great and then he, he was able to come out on a visit um, one of them got postponed due to weather, and then he was able to come out. And uh, when you meet kids and get them on campus and, and get a feel for them, it either, no matter what you thought of them before, it's either better or it's a little bit uh, less comfortable. And it was way better with LJ. He's a great kid. He's going to fit wonderfully here. And then the way he plays fits great too. Obviously, you're not going to bring him in if there's issues. But, I mean, how is his health after some foot injuries? Uh, we've heard it's great. He's got access to world-class doctors, and they've, you know, um, told us that he's good to go and cleared, and um, I get videos of him shooting and playing, and he looks great. So, describe to us uh, his game because we see his numbers, his sophomore and junior years when he was healthy, a nine and five guy, mm-hmm. points and assists, and that and that would be something that you need. Not to mention you mentioned uh, being a senior. Well, he early he flips the ball up, he earlies the thing up, he knows he can see the floor. And uh, you talk about those numbers, and uh, at BYU we have to kind of understand how numbers work because our numbers are a little bit inflated because we have so many possessions and we're efficient. We're really efficient, and so that affects the numbers. And then you look at Houston and the amount of assists he got with the shooting percentage on his team, and it's even more, it's even more impressive. Hmm. Um, if you look at our team next year, we'll have three guys that have started at the point guard and the two guard on successful college teams. You know, you talk about Nick talk about LJ and you talk about Brig and then you talk about a couple other kids TJ when you say Brig is that Elijah? Yeah. yeah. And you talk about another two kids that in high school did the same thing. They played the point and they played the two and then that opens up a lot of things for you um, in the way that we're going to set up this offense. You guys as coaches do such a good job of bringing players in that fit your system that that fit what you do. How how does he fit best in your system? I think he can we talked about it. He sees the floor. He can share it. He's a smart player. And then he can knock down a shot. Uh, if you watch him play, 
uh, some of the greats really get others involved early, and then when it's really time and the team needs a basket as a leader, they step up and drill it, and he can make the outside shot. He can shoot his one dribble. He can get in the lane. He can make free throws. Uh, but he can really see the floor and know where the ball's got to be. Uh, really good off ball screens. We'll be setting more ball screens this year. Our personnel will allow us to do that, and uh, they'll have to be guarded. They're going to have to go over the top on uh, just about every guy. Is there anybody that, that maybe fans would, if those that may not have seen any video of LJ, anybody that that they would know that maybe you would compare him to? He's this type of player? I think he's a little bit different than we've seen. He's a little pieces of uh, quite a few different people. But um, with now, you can go and look on his highlights and things. And what you'll see is the game comes really easy to LJ. And uh, you can tell um, that he knows, again, where the ball has to be and he can get it there. A lot of times when you're looking at film and you're evaluating players, you know, there's a guy up. When do they flip the ball up in transition? Do they hold it one extra dribble? Do they throw it early so the guy's not ready? His ball's delivered right on time. Do they shoot shots that they should pass? Are you watching the game thinking, why didn't he pass that one there? And why didn't he shoot that one there? And he does it exactly how you would think that it should be done. So he fits with our guys. It's going to be seamless. And uh, we're really excited about him. BYU men's basketball assistant coach Terry Nashif is on BYU Sports Nation. When will he enroll? Will he get here during summer at all or just the, the like, fall? He'll, the he'll fall. be here in the fall. So late and, August. Uh, yep. Okay. He'll be here in the fall. and He's working out right now and um, getting ready to go. He's really excited uh, to be here. I get texts daily about how excited he is to get out here and be with the guys. And uh, He'll be really connected with the guys when they're out here. It's, it's a great group of kids and uh, men, and they're uh, – they need it. We need a guard, and so it was exciting the way he came in. He fit. He wanted to come here, committed to us, and uh, he's in grad school now, and we're ready to go. Why did he want to come here, other than maybe the connection with uh, his dad and Dave Rose? Because BYU has a great basketball program, great fans, and obviously Sports Nation. Thank you. He did visit, by the way. Well, obviously, he came yeah, through he, right here, we, and the look you yeah. gave him, I think it was done right then. That's yeah. why he wanted to come. Yeah, it happens a lot. You'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. of football and basketball. Like, Yoli, yeah. we closed the deal on Yoli. Yeah, yeah. You seem surprised that he would come, want to come to BYU, but as a BYU just, just graduate, I, I, thought, I, think right? it's, I think it's awesome. Yeah. I think everybody. I think it's a great place for everyone to come. Yeah. It's just interesting here, but, you know, he, he wasn't a BYU guy, and then he became a BYU guy. I'm always interested in how that happens. And, and he had a lot of options. We were able to beat some good schools on him, and and coach is great, you know, and you, when you get around coach and you feel comfortable and you watch how he coaches his guys on film, lets them play, gives them freedom, lots of structure, um, and there's a, a, a balance in there. You watch our guys shoot, and they're never looking over at the bench to see if that's a good shot or not. They know. They know that the coaches have confidence in them. They get the ball out of the net, the ball or a miss, and they're going. They're not looking over at the bench. Dead ball, it's different, and uh, we'll find a way on dead balls to have him have success. And he liked that. Um, smart. His dad's really smart as well, and they knew um, how well LJ fit in our system. Our Twitter question, Terry, is, is based off of all of the, the rumors and speculation and of BYU wanting into the Big 12 and, and where, they, where they would fit. Uh, our question today is, is how would BYU basketball benefit the most from a Big 12 invite? As a basketball coach, how would you answer that? I think scheduling. You talk about all the teams that would come in here. It's hard to get people to want to come into the Marriott Center um, because of our success here, and they've got to come. I think scheduling would be great. It'd be great for the fans. It'd be great for us. It'd be great for the guys. And uh, scheduling would be off the top of my head. I think that would be the, the biggest benefit to that. It would be awesome, and that's the understatement of the century. Uh, the Beehive Classic was announced last week. Uh, what do you think of a neutral site matchup with Utah uh, in uh, Vivint Home 
Smart Home Arena, a.k.a. the Delta Center. We've got three games <laughs> in uh, NBA arenas this year, and I like it. Uh, I like it for the guys. I like it for the fans. And, uh, and then you go up there and you're going to play these in-state games, which we've done with Weber and Utah State. And then we, you know, you all the way back. We used to play Oklahoma State in there. We play different teams like that. Um, and it'll be great. It'll be great to play Utah. I think the, the environment there will be awesome. And uh, it should be fun. I wanted to go back to, to the Big 12 discussion. How closely do you actually follow this? I, I call, follow it very closely because my phone blows up when something is speculated, and so <laughs> then I right so now. yeah so then I have to text someone that's always you know involved and say okay why why is everyone asking me what what's the inside scoop and what's happening what has just been speculated upon so so even you're like what's the inside scoop <laughs> like, huh? like like everyone's like oh whose uncle's nephew's cousin works in the no I'm just wondering why everyone's texting me like what is the news out there that's making everyone text me at this time right now yeah why is my phone blowing up did you see this see what yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's it's one of it's honestly it's just one of those things that it's it's one of those hot button topics that as soon as anything anything happens whether it's newsworthy or not people like oh oh, it's happening it's happening it's crazy how this thing is is evolved over the last couple months well and the way that the I'm sure the Big 12 did this on purpose or the BYU, because it's in July right now where there's not a us, lot man. going on, and so yeah. it's able to be magnified a lot. This is what we needed before fall camp. We there's really no did. question. In late July. There's no question. That's why LJ came. <laughs> and LJ, yeah. yeah. And yeah. BYU Sports Nation. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Terry Nash is on BYU Sports Nation. Let's talk about your group of guards because there was a concern of, hey, we only have four guys on Scully, and you gave Stephen Bayo a Scully. And uh, here comes LJ Rose. So now, now you have this group, which I, I think there's a lot of talent there. Mm-hmm. Um, how are they meshing during the summer, especially given that only Nick Emery played significant minutes in, in college basketball last season? We're doing a lot of individual work, um, and then we're hitting really hard strength and conditioning. And uh, we hired a new strength coach, Coach Shork, and he's unbelievable. And uh, you'll notice a difference when you see our guys. What and, kind of difference? Uh, they're just going to be bigger and they're gonna be stronger and they bought in and it's uh that's the way they're meshing right now is in the weight room and it's unbelievable to uh to see the unity that they've got in there and they're they're working their tails off what do the next couple of months look like for for you guys and the rest of the team you know before you really ramp things up and get close to the season so our our schedule is determined by the ncaa they kind of own us run us uh, right now, through summer, we gave the guys spring off in summer. We've got our workouts, and so we get eight weeks in the summer to get uh, eight hours, two on the court, six off the court. And uh, so we've got uh, two more weeks of that. We'll give them time off um, after summer semester, bring them back in the fall. Then when we start in the fall, um, the NCAA allows us to have four players on the court at a time only until September 15th. Um, and then we will be able to work them out in the weight room as well. And then we can actually um, have more players in that, in that two-hour period. And then the way practice starts, starts is you work backwards from uh, your first game. You pick what days you want off, what days you want on. And so there's a, they really tell you exactly what and when you can do it. But uh, that's the way our schedule works. We've really worked them hard this summer semester. Um, they're going to have a couple weeks um, where their bodies are going to recover. I think they'll still do some things because they'll be nervous if they don't. And then, uh, <laughs> then we'll hit them hard as soon as they get back in town for school to start. We have a similar schedule in studio um, in our office, like we can't walk in the same room at the same time, like between June 15th and July 28th. NCAA mandated. No it's, question. It's and, then, and then they test you it's, on we, it, but yeah. they don't test you on, they just test you on yeah. really random things to try to trick right. you. But random yeah. drug testing, yeah. all that. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, the YMCA, uh, otherwise known as the Marriott Center Annex, uh, it's looking good. 
It's looking good. What what are you seeing so far from that construction that's expected to finish, what, in late October? Yeah, it looks great. And uh, able to go through tours inside. And uh, it's just exciting to think about what can happen in there and, and it being dedicated for, you know, our, the success of our program. We'll still practice in the Marriott Center, but there won't be times when we can't practice in the Marriott Center. And we have to worry about uh, which way the floor is laid or if it's the right length of court or if there's people barging in or if a lot of things, there'll be some continuity that we've never had here before. And these are guys that work really, really hard and uh, they'll be able to go right across. If there's something going on in the marriage center, they can just walk up the stairs and they'll be able to shoot in there whenever they want to. Have the coaches already got dibs on where everybody's office is? Have you already picked out your office? Uh, my office was picked out about eight months ago. Yes. So. <laughs> you won't be I in think, the basement I think, I, think they're all, I think the rest have all dibbed up. There's some, you know, movement that actually just happened a week ago as they walked through and things. Mm. But uh, I've been able to be heavily involved in the project um, as far as the basketball side on the committee is what, what do we need, what materials, what desks, all the different things. And uh, Coach's wife has actually been great with that as well. And uh, so, yeah, I was able to see the plans and figure out what would be best for my needs. I imagine that's a lot of work, uh, but it's going to be a ton of fun. Very exciting uh, upcoming seasons. Very exciting. We appreciate the time and uh, good luck with these guys in the limited access. I appreciate. I appreciate uh, you coming. Yeah, I appreciate you coming. I'm glad we can get through the whole shooting contest thing and we can just move forward. (laughs) Just move past. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's do a let's do a half court shooting uh, contest or something. I would have won that in Vegas. Did you see? I made one shot wonder. Just really? Have, yeah, in Vegas. He says it was first time, but there's no way to There's video that. evidence. I dude. absolutely believe you it's can, first time. Can... If he said it's first yeah. time, it's Listen, first time. Listen, that was too close. Like the, like garbage can? I didn't mess with a real ball. It was actually know? an ice cream container, so. Yeah. From the creamery. That's right. That's not garbage. That's quality. Sneaker doodle. <laughs> That's right. That's Dave Rose. When, when's Terry Nash going to have a... Uh... I'm thinking about a Twitter question. Why did LJ Rose pick BYU? <laughs> you didn't like that question. <laughs> Why not BYU? Exactly. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Terry, I think we appreciate the time. <laughs> Coming up, the latest headlines and a juicy big deal, no deal, plus your tweets and why LJ Rose chose to come to BYU. <laughs> this is BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. In Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. If you haven't already, and I'm going to assume most of you have, but just in case, make sure you download the BYU TV app. You can watch live programming, including BYU Sports Nation and BYU Sporting Events. And if you miss any of it, you can always go back and watch it on demand. It's a beautiful thing. It is beautiful. Also beautiful, today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU Basketball announces that graduate transfer LJ Rose will play a senior season at BYU. Why he came here? <laughs> See the interview uh, in the prior segment from Terry Nashif. Rose spent the Digging la- the hole deeper is all you're doing. Rose spent the last two seasons at Houston. I'm going to go through the center of the earth. Rose spent the last two years at Houston. He's eligible to play immediately. He, uh, his sophomore and junior years, he averaged nine points a game and five assists a game. Really nice addition for the yeah. BYU basketball team. Dennis Pitta and DeAndre Wesley report to Baltimore Ravens training camp today. Paul Lasique and the Bears also start today, as does Riker Matthews in the Saints and Jordan Leslie in the Atlanta Falcons. I believe David Nixon, uh, who will join us later in the week, uh, tweeted that <laughs> to Mitch Matthews, good luck, it's the worst <laughs> thing ever. Ha, is how he ended it, yeah. <laughs> ha. <laughs> 
Wisconsin Athletic Director Barry Alvarez told the Wisconsin State Journal, if BYU is invited to the Big 12, Wisconsin would have to make changes to its 2017 and 2018 schedule, saying, we'll worry about it when, when all that happens. That's a little premature to think about that right now. But we're going to focus on the win. That's what we're focusing on. Also, Colton Shaver had a strikeout RBI in a 4-3 win huh. for the Wareham Gateman, and Jacob Brugman went 1-4 for four for the Nashville Sounds. Well, then, the next segment is a lot of fun. It stirs up some controversy. Sometimes uh, former players get mad at you. It's called Big Deal, No Deal. Big Deal. No Deal. Presented by Brady Industries, a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment throughout the western United States for over 65 years. Brady Industries, clean solutions, a tradition for generations. Ben Bagley, what's number one? Big deal, no deal. First, not sure why he came here, but what will LJ Rose's (laughs) impact be on BYU hoops this season? Jason? I think it's a big deal. I mean, anytime you've got a guy that has one year to play and he chooses to come to your program, he's coming there for a reason. He thinks he's a a good fit. He thinks he can add to it. And we talked about his ability uh, to add depth to the guards. They needed a guard, as as Coach Nashif said. He likes his skill set and how – I think it's a big deal. I really do. If I were in that chair, I'd probably say no deal, but I'm in Spencer's chair, so I say big deal because I think that he can add depth – uh, to BYU. And you're right. They only had four scholarship guards and were in desperate need of some immediate impact, and LJ Rose can provide that. Number two. Big deal, no deal. BYU Hoops has one guard that played significant minutes last year. I, I, I may get, you know, beaten up for this one. Are you feeling the spirit of the chair? No, I, I'm saying no deal. Yes, that's exactly what you say in that chair. I, I, you know, I understand that Nick <laughs> See Emery. See the other angle. <laughs> Nick Emery is is the one that had significant minutes last year, but I I, I look and I think this is all just talent based. I, I look at the individuals who's coming in, who's going to be getting those minutes, and I say, yeah, okay, well, Elijah Bryant didn't play last year, but he was with the team all year. You know, th- there's aspects like that. T.J. Haas, his talent, I think, can can help. In terms of coming back, I, it doesn't worry me as much as maybe it does other people. So I say no deal. I go big deal just because it will affect the first half of the season, in my opinion. I think this is a really talented group. I think in two years, BYU is uh, in three years are maxing out on on potential and possibility and all that. Right, this next year. It will just take a little bit to gel together. How long did it take Nick Emery last year to get back to uh, what Nick Emery was in high school? It took like almost to the end of conference play where he's going for 30-plus on that San Francisco-Santa Clara trip. So I I think it's a big deal just because the beginning of the season, there will be a learning curve. Yet, I think these guys are really talented. Number four, or number three. Big deal, no deal. The University of Houston is teasing a... Special announcement on August 1st. What? Th- this literally just came down. 46 minutes ago, right before the show. Like, I'll hand this one to you for first. I go, I go big deal because what are they teasing? Do not get burnt by the, quote, special announcement <laughs> when it doesn't deliver the goods. Just announce things. Yes. Don't say it's a special announcement. Because if Houston is not invited to the Big 12 on August 1st or announces that... The fans will go crazy. They will go crazy. It is a big deal. It is a huge deal for the very reason that you said. Knowing what everybody... The only thing people are talking about, the Houston Cougars right now, is Big 12 expansion. If you're going to go out on a limb and you're going to say a special announcement coming on Monday, that's right, Monday, it better be that or there will be a revolt. 
Yes, and that that's on Monday. So the question so what is, does that mean? So the question is, if if that actually is a Big Twelve invite, could BYU be invited as soon as August first? That would be a little quick, but I could I could see the Big Twelve making the move that quickly. Do, do you think that by Monday? I mean, they could have their minds up. That's pretty quick. This for me. is what everybody wanted. Sure. This is what we all hoped for, but I don't think anybody thought that we would see something that quickly. But clearly, it, here's the thing: if this is legitimate, and that's and that, that's what it's going to be, that they're going to announce that, and somebody else is going, whether it's BYU, then, then they've known all along who they wanted. They, they didn't need to deliberate. They, they were zeroed in on people right out of the gate. And Texas had an uh, incredible sway. We will, we will see. I mean, if, it's, if they do, it, they can announce something awesome, and it could be incredibly disappointing. It'd be like, oh, we're renovating the football stadium, which I think they did. Or like, recently. hey, we're now, we're now uh, partnering with Whataburger. You can get a dollar <laughs> off a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> it does say hashtag H-Town Takeover. So I, oh, I, no. I don't know what that, what that means. Mean? I don't know. Well, Houston. Yeah, but yeah. I know what that means, but yeah. that doesn't seem like if you're going to the Big 12, that would be your hashtag. Just listen. Don't, if you say special announcement, it better be huge. And if it's not, people are going to be really disappointed. Number four. Sources close to the situation say that it's 1,000 free T-shirts on the opening home game. <laughs> huge, Only 1,000? Huge, huge announcement. Hey, number four, Wisconsin Badgers AD Barry Alvarez drops a when it happens in reference to Big 12 expansion. I'll start with this one. No deal, because the next <laughs> sentence was, uh, it's a, but it's a little premature to talk about but that. But he said win first. <laughs> it's a big deal. You can see what you want to see with the expansion. <laughs> even if it was just, even if he didn't even mean what he said, subconsciously. <laughs> like he knows. Like he knows so something. So you think he knows. So he's like, oh, and then afterwards he probably thought to himself, oh, yeah. man, I really slipped up, and when I said that, I shouldn't have said win. He's got, now uh, everybody knows. it's a little premature. Because those guys on BYU so Sports Nation, they're going to read into this. Yeah, exactly. He's thinking about us. <laughs> that's a funny thing. Like, if you want BYU to be in the Big 12 in 2017, the beginning part of the schedule for BYU is uh, amazing next year. LSU, neutral, uh, Wisconsin home, Utah home. So if BYU got in, they'd have to uh, make some moves. You'd think that the Wisconsin game is probably off the schedule. But that would be quick, and we'll see. We're not going to let Houston dictate things. Number five. Last one. Big deal, no deal. Matt Damon only having about 25 lines in the new Jason Bourne movie. I was shocked by this this morning. That's it? it? This, is like, uh, this is like Sylvester Stallone in the Rambo movies. Let's be honest. You're not, you're not tuning in for the dialogue, okay? <laughs> I'm tuning in for a great story, which should include great dialogue. Okay, so big deal, no deal. 25 lines? I have more lines in one segment. It's no deal. You're tuning in for the action, the fights, the intrigue. I could watch Taken 3, which was probably (laughs) terrible. And by the way, Taken 3, nobody was taken. What? (laughs) Hey, you have to say spoiler free before that. How long? Not for that movie. How long? That's true. (laughs) I will find you. And I will invite you to the Big 12. I will find you, even though no I, one was actually taken in this movie. Yeah. Big, this is a big deal for me. 25 lines? Come on. Come on! So what does he make per line? What, like, Nine what, bucks, probably. That's just... That's good money if that's, you can get it. That's roughly what Spencer makes on this program. That wraps up <laughs> Big Deal, No Deal, presented by Brady Industries, Clean Solutions, a tradition for generations. The Twitter question, how would BYU basketball benefit the most from a Big 12 invite at Jeffrey Jeffries? Jeffries, Jeffrey. More like, how would the Big 12 benefit from BYU basketball? Steady team, RPI bump, 
Bottom third of Big 12 sells tickets. Keep the tweets coming. Use the hashtag BYUSN. How would BYU Hoops benefit the most from a Big 12 invite? And 25 lines in Jason Bourne from Matt Damon. Come on, man! What's up with that? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard live from Studio B. Remember, if you ever miss an episode of BYUSN Live, you can catch the rebroadcast weeknight, 6 Eastern time on BYU TV. You can also follow BYU Sports Nation 24 hours a day on social media. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at BYU Sports Nation. You can also find us at BYUSN on Snapchat. Snap it! Our Twitter question is, how would BYU basketball benefit the most from a Big 12 invite? Let's go to the Twitter machine and get your tweets. Tweet, tweet. At BYU Fanatics, one, recruiting. Who knows how it would have affected the decision of uh, a certain recruit nearby who hasn't signed at Duke yet, (laughs) I believe. Uh, Well done. Or has he? I don't know, but just Uh, well done. I can't remember. Uh, Number two, RPI. Three, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Now, now here's the situation. Would BYU get better players in hoops if they were in the Big 12? I would think that some of these, uh, you, that you would get the best LDS guys outside of sure. Utah. Some of these guys don't come to BYU. In the past, BYU would get a lot of the great LDS players, and they competed at a high level in football uh, and men's basketball. Nowadays, especially with Polynesians who have... Uh, you know, our second and third generation in the U.S., they're going wherever, mostly mostly in the West. But uh, in hoops, I think that BYU uh, would probably have a similar recruiting base. I think that you would get some 50-50 kind of uh, non-LDS guys maybe to come here, but I don't exactly know. I, I, I wonder about that one. We got this. Uh, You're distracted. I, I, I am. What's I am up? distracted. We just got this. Uh, this update from a Houston fan, encouraging calm. Uh, <laughs> this really come in from Mason Plumley. All right, Mason Five Plumley saying, "LOL" at all the BYU folks jumping on this. This announcement is probably in regard to our indoor practice facility. So calm down. That's what I'm saying. Listen, Houston. <laughs> You need to learn about how to tease. You do not say special announcement unless you're invited to a Power 5 conference. Especially that's a, when that's all that's anybody's the, talking about your program are right you, now. Why, why would you light a spark amidst the gasoline known as Power 5 expansion when it's about anything but a Power 5 invite? Lesson learned, Houston. It's not BYU fans. Your own fans will go crazy over this. All the Cougars, BYU and Houston, yeah. will go crazy over this. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's see. see. I, I told you. I told you that he, he, you're going to burn your fans on that, and they did. Uh, at Mark Berman, Fox 26, says University of Houston Board of Regents has approved the design phase <laughs> the of design the football phase. indoor practice it's facility. Not, it's not even a groundbreaking. It's <laughs> to draw some plans. So all of that news is about an indoor practice facility. <laughs> oh, that's so – no. The, backla- you can't do, the, the backlash from listen. this should be epic. You don't, it is. I'm you trying to make it up. You right don't now. do that when this is when when you know what's on the table. When you announce something like that, yes, that that's no. Wow, don't do it. Let's keep the <laughs> tweets going. Related to how would BYU basketball benefit the most from a Big Twelve invite at the Tuft? Upgrade from one to three teams of ranked competition per year to five to ten. That's exactly right. I, like every. Uh, other or every third game you play in the Big 12 in hoops would be against a ranked team. 
That is a great basketball conference. If you missed it, seven bids from the league each of the last three years uh, for the Big 12. If you're uh, at least 500, yeah. only two teams the last four years have not made it into uh, the NCAA tournament if you're 500 in conference. So it, it, it would be awesome. Well, I mean, when, when Coach Nashriff was in here, we asked him what, what benefit. I mean, he talked about scheduling. Mm-hmm. The, the ability to be able to have those teams on your schedule predetermined, it's already done, is, is huge. And, and it helps because maybe then at that point, maybe you don't have to go so heavy on your non-conference. Because right. that's what BYU's had to do is they've had to schedule really tough in their non-conference to try and appeal to the NCAA tournament. Because they know that when they get in conference, they're playing a lot of teams that don't have high RPI. Yep. This eliminates, well, not totally eliminates it, but it certainly helps to where maybe you don't have to be so tough on yourself in non-conference. Now that's a great point for BYU football as well. So BYU's lined up all these awesome, juicy uh, Power 5 games. Uh, some at home, a lot on the road, some neutral, right, in the future. Namely, next year, like I mentioned, you have LSU, Wisconsin, Utah, Boise State. In my opinion, if BYU gets invited to the Big 12, the Boise State series will completely go away because you're playing eight or nine conference games, in fact, nine in the Big 12. They can choose to go to eight with the new format if they want, but I'd imagine they'd go nine. You have three conference games. You're probably going Utah, FCS, and then one other school. The Utah State game might even be in jeopardy in football if BYU is invited to the Big 12. But we will see, as Barry Alvarez said, it is a little premature to discuss this. Or when he said, when it all happens. (laughs) He also did say that. And then he (laughs) counted. What's most important? The last thing. (laughs) Is the anchor more important than the third runner in a 4x100? Hashtag win. He said it. You can't take it back now. At Cast the Spear. Number one, better recruiting from the South. Number two, major increased attendance at home games. Uh, yeah, for yeah, I think so. BYU still, still top very, 20 Yeah, I mean, they're still good with that. And number three, national exposure. Yeah, BYU would be on uh, ESPN quite a bit more. The, the rights, by the way, in Big 12 hoops, ESPN. So that would align perfectly with what BYU tries to do. You think BYU would be playing as many late, late games? You're in the mountain time zone, so yeah, I mean, certainly I mean, you could play. You could offset that by spacing a little bit uh, in football and basketball. Yeah. It, I don't think BYU fans care. Like Initially it was access and exposure. We're going Indy. I think that some of the aims and missions change if you get into a Power 5. You were doing everything to be seen. And, hey, they're not in the afternoons anymore, guy. <laughs> They're probably 821 kicks a lot of times if you're in the Big 12. Who, who knows? We'd figure it out. Well, and that's one of the benefits the Big 12 looks at being able to get that, that yes. late-night exposure yes. for the conference, something that they haven't had. Absolutely. And the next time BYU will be exposed to the nation on the football field, September 3rd. Countdown to the Wildcats. 38 days. Listen. I'm so glad that you, we've... In- you practice. Yeah, I'm so glad we incorporated the days together. Teamwork. You just get a special announcement, and then you drop oh, some plans special. for a building. Oh, it's special. A special announcement, Houston? Come on! <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> Coming up, the Cougar Whip Around Indoor and the Elite Tweet of the Day. Wow. No special announcements coming up <laughs> in the next segment. I can promise you that. <laughs> We're coming up with all of our special announcements. Welcome back. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. 
Men's basketball. BYU basketball announced that graduate transfer LJ Rose will play his senior season at BYU. Rose spent the last two seasons at Houston and is eligible to play immediately. His sophomore and junior seasons, he averaged nine points and five assists per game. Also, former BYU guard Corey Calvert announced he will transfer to Utah Valley University next season. He is the third former BYU basketball player to transfer to UVU in the past two years. Cougars in the NFL. That was a special announcement from Corey Calvert. Uh, Dennis Pitta and DeAndre Wesley report to Baltimore Ravens training camp today. Paul Asike and the Bears start today. And Riker Matthews and the Saints. Jordan Leslie and the Falcons. He's a peacock. Let him fly. Football. So glad I get this one. Wisconsin Athletic Director Barry Alvarez told the Wisconsin State Journal if BYU is invited to the Big 12, Wisconsin would have to make changes to its 2017 and 2018 schedule, saying, quote, we'll worry about it when it all happens. No need to talk about anything else he said. That's a little premature to think about that right now, he said. <laughs> Cougars in the minors. Colton Shaver had the rare strikeout RBI in a 4-3 win for the Wareham Gateman. And Jacob Brugman with the Nashville Sounds AAA had a hit as well. Future guests look like this. Chase Fisher will join us. He's going to play pro in Italy. Has a basketball camp going on this week locally. And David Nixon will join us. Uh, today's Rise and Shouts brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need the most, DexterLaw.com. It goes to Houston uh, for their special announcement <laughs> coming up on August 1st, which probably has to do with the plans. The indoor practice facility. The indoor practice facility. Also, Bob Bowlesby. Uh, we'll get a rising shout from this program uh, up and until the Big 12 uh, expands fully, and hopefully BYU. Uh, yeah, it might even be Monday. If you're Houston, uh, you're announcing that you're doing something on Monday. Hashtag spe- special announcement. Our Twitter question, how would BYU basketball benefit the most from a Big 12 invite? Our elite tweet of the day is this. At give them heck, Brigham. That's so BYU. BYU's most talented team will grow up fast against consistent top competition. Will make this team killer in two years. That could be the case. That could be the case. Thanks to Terry Nashif and everybody on the crew today. Conversation continuing 24-7 on Twitter. Don't forget, use the hashtag BYUSN. And use the hashtag UH special announcement if you feel like it. The show's on demand on BYUSN.com. The audio podcast is on iTunes and the TuneIn app. For Jason, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Jesse Pinneger. Well, I'm so glad did not play in the 2000 Utah 5A High School State Championship so Copper Hills can win. BYU Sports Nation, back at it tomorrow.